0: The audacity of hope by lay a Brayton. To find hope in the midst of despair is a sacred thing born of wings. We cannot remember. We once had Not knowing, we will have them again. To wrench joy from the jaws of unthinking degradation is a triumph beyond compare. To find solace in the swirling abyss of sorrow is as courageous an act as we might perform. To seek beauty In a massive pile of scattered dreams is cradling a tender innocence that cannot die to find sanctuary with in a crevice of noise is a display of unconscious heroism to create within the rubble of destruction is elaborating upon the tenets of bravery. To have faith when the sky is crashing around you is to demonstrate the strength of being more than merely human. To rise again from the grief that befell you is to succeed in gathering wisdom. To gather wisdom from such Agony is a sacred thing born of wings. Services for Driven Color will be held Saturday, July 22nd, 2023 in Canton, Ohio. Visitation hours 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Services began at 11 a.m. Located at Greater Bethel Apostolic Church, 2335 15th Street, Southwest Canton, Ohio, 44706, 2335 1515 15th Street, Southwest Canton, ohio for four, four seven, two, six.
1: shell and soar into the unknown. I feel a surge of light and love as I approach the cosmic throne. I see the faces of my kin, the ones who came before. They welcome me with open arms and guide me through the door. They show me wonders I can't grasp. The
0: secrets of the stars. They tell me stories of their lives, their joys, their pains, their scars. They teach me lessons I can't learn the wisdom of the ages. They fill my mind with endless truths that transcend but then they say it's time to go I have to return to earth they hug me tight and kiss my cheek and bless me for my worth I feel a tug of gravity as I descend back to my dust I rest among the diatomes and dream of future trust i know i'll see them once again when i break free from time but until then i'll cherish them and keep them in my rhymes
1: Hello, message.
2: Hi, it's Auntie Akiba. I'm ready to read you another book. Are you ready to hear one? Okay, today we're gonna listen to The Tiger Who Wore White Gloves. This book is written by Gwendolyn Brooks and it is illustrated by Timothy Jones. Look at that tiger. There once was a tiger who was terrible and tough who said, I don't think Tigers are stylish enough. They put on only orange and stripes of fierce black. Fine and fancy fashion is what they mostly lack. Even though They proudly speak most loudly so that the jungle shakes and every eye awakes. Even though they slither hither and thither in such a way that few may care to stay. To be so tough just isn't enough. These things the tiger said and growled and tossed his head and rushed to the jungle fair for something fine to wear. Then What a hoot! And yell upon the jungle fell. Screak, hoot, hoot! Yell, woof, woof, sneer, boing. Boo, boo, Yip! squawk, foo, beep. The rhinoceros rasped. The elephant gasped. By all that sainted, said Wolf, and fainted, the crocodile cried, <laughs> crocodile tears, the lion sighed, the leopard sneered, the jaguar jeered. The antelope shouted, the panther pouted. Everyone screamed, we never dreamed. There ever could be in history, a tiger who loves to wear white gloves. White gloves are for girls with manners and curls and dresses and hats and bow ribbons. That's the way it always was, and rightly so, because... It's nature's nice decree that tiger folk should be, not dainty, but daring and wisely wearing. What's fierce as the face, not whiteness and lace. They shamed him. And shamed him till no one could have blamed him look at him he feels so bad when at last with a sigh and a saddened eye look how sad he is and in spite of his love he took off each glove and agreed this was meant to prevail. Each tiger content with his lashing tail, with his strong striped hide. He's satisfied. So tiger was shamed into just being himself, and indeed, the subtitle of Gwendolyn Brooks's book, The Tiger Who Wore White Gloves, or What You Are, You Are. So be what you are, enjoy being what you are, and enjoy reading books. This is Auntie Akiba saying bye-bye for now. See you next time. Kiba, I'm ready to read your book. Are you ready? Okay. Today, let's listen to Bringing the Rain to Kapiti Plain. This is a story that originated in Kenya, which is a country in East Africa. The story is retold for us in this book by Verna Ardina. And Verna Ardima is from Michigan. The pictures in this book are by Beatrice Vidal. And Beatrice Vidal is from Argentina. So a story from Kenya, a writer who retells it from Michigan in the United States. And the illustrations are by a person from Argentina. That's called International. Here we go. Bringing the rain to Capiti plain. This is a non detail, bringing the rain to Capiti plain retold for us by Verna Aradima. pictures by Beatrice Vidal. What a lovely space. And it looks like this person is playing an instrument. This is the great Kapiti Plain, all fresh and green from the African rains. A sea of grass for the ground birds to nest in, and patches of shade for wild creatures to rest in, with acacia trees for giraffes to browse on, and grass for the herdsmen to pasture their cows on beautiful, lush, and green. But one year, the rains were so very belated that all of the big wild creatures migrated. Then hat helped to end that terrible drought, and this story tells how it all came about. Those big creatures migrated, and that word means they left. They went to another place because it was too dry. You see that big cloud? This is the cloud, all heavy with rain, that shadowed the ground at Kapiti Plain. remember how pretty and green that grass was? But with no rain, what happens? This is the grass, all brown and dead, that needed the rain from the cloud overhead. The big black cloud, all heavy with rain, that shadowed the ground at Kapiti Plain. Hmm. These are the cows, all hungry and dry, who moved for the rain to fall from the sky, to green up the grass, all brown and dead, that needed the rain from the cloud overhead, the big black cloud, all heavy with rain, that shadowed the ground on Kapiti Plain. This is Keepat, who watched his herd as he stood on one leg like the big stork bird. Keepat, whose cows were so hungry and dry, they mooed for the rain to fall from the sky, to green up the grass, all brown and dead, that needed the rain from the cloud overhead, the big black cloud, all heavy with rain, that shadowed the ground on Kapiti Plain. Hmm. This is the eagle who dropped a feather, a feather that helped to change the weather. It fell near Keepat, who watched his herd as he stood on one leg like the big stork bird. Keepat, whose cows were so hungry and dry that they mooed. For the rain to fall from the sky, to green up the grass, all brown and dead, that needed the rain from the cloud overhead, the big black cloud, all heavy with rain, that shadowed the ground on Kapiti Plain. Now what will he do with the feather? Hmm. Let's see. This is the arrow Keepat put together with a slender stick and an eagle feather. From the eagle who happened to drop a feather, a feather that helped to change the weather, it fell near Kipat who watched his herd as he stood on one leg like the big stork bird. Kipat, whose cows were so hungry and dry, they mooed for the rain to fall from the sky, to green up the grass, all brown and dead, that needed the rain from the cloud overhead, the big black cloud, all heavy with rain, that shadowed the ground on Capiti Plain. Now, Pat isn't watching his herd right now. He's making something. You see him? Now, what's he going to do with the arrow that he made? Hmm. This is the bow. So long and strong and strung with a string, a feather thong. A bow with the arrow that Keepat put together with a slender stick and an eagle feather. From the eagle who happened to drop a feather, a feather that helped to change the weather. So a leather thong on this bow, and that feather, of course, it fell near Keepat, who watched his herd, as he stood on one leg like the big stork bird. Keepat, whose cows were so hungry and dry, they mooed for the rain to fall from the sky, to green up the grass, all brown and dead, that needed the rain from the cloud overhead. The big black cloud, all heavy with rain, that shadowed the ground on Kapiti Plain. So he has an arrow. He has a bow. What do you think he's going to do? This was the shot that pierced the cloud and loose the rain with thunder loud. A shot from the bow so long and strong and strung with a string, a leather thong, a bow for the arrow keypad put together with a slender stick and an eagle feather from the eagle who happened to drop a feather, a feather that helped to change the weather. And now rain is falling. It fell near Keepat, who watched his herd as he stood on one leg like the big stork bird. Keepat, whose cows were so hungry and dry that they... I'm sorry, I lost my place. Keepat whose cows were so hungry and dry, they needed the rain to fall from the sky. How did they ask for it? They moved. They needed the rain to fall from the sky to green up the grass all brown and dead that needed the rain from the cloud overhead. The big black cloud all heavy with rain that shadowed the ground at Kapiti Plain. Oh the grass now. So, the grass grew green and the cattle fat and key Pat got a wife and a little keypat. who tends the cows now. And shoots down the rain when the black clouds shadow Capiti Plain. So that's what happened in Capiti Plain. Bringing the rain back to Capiti Plain. Yes. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this international story. And I hope that even though we don't always enjoy rain when it falls... This reminds us that we need rain, don't we? We want to be sure that the plants can grow and the animals can feed and that we have everything that we need. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you next time.